Yo, it's uh, episode 727 of the Stupidly Small Podcast. Hello, Laura Clark. That was uh, a bit jumbled. How are you? Uh, hello, Stu Farrell. That was my fault because I forgot to uh, label it. How are you? I'm uh, excellent. Are you? Well, not really. I've had a cold and, uh, you know, all oh, of hang that. On. But, yeah, I know. But, uh, you know, apart from that, it's been absolutely. I've been on holiday, as you know. Yeah. And if I. Even though I'm get your bell ready, even though I'm mm. freelance, so thank you very much, Stuart Farrell. Yeah. So I have to work, you know, through the holidays a bit. Yeah. Um, the whole family having a holiday is rather, it's not, it's just a different pace. You know what I mean? It's just a totally different thing. No, I don't. Thing. I don't have a clue. But I have noticed uh, <laughs> a lot of people uh, with kids are away on holidays this week and yes. last week or whatever. Yeah. And I sort of thought, oh, if there was a reason to have them, that could be one. Because like, you sort of have enforced holidays. like, And it's accepted yes. by society. Unless yes. you work in a super high-pressure industry where they don't want you taking any time off. Yeah. It's sort of going, oh, well, yeah, the kids are on holiday. Uh, we've got to let Steve go away yeah, because, yeah, yeah. you know, otherwise it would be cruelty. Yeah. But <laughs> if it was just me, uh, the housemate and the two pooches, and we said, oh, God, got to get away for a week, school holidays. Why? What, what do you need holidays no, for? No, they don't. What do you yeah, need them Because you get leave. You get, in proper jobs, you get leave. Yeah. And, but, and that's the thing. What? Well, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say that it, it's still not as acceptable. I can't go away. What what month are we in? June, July. Yeah, I'm going away. July. I'm going away. September. It's school holidays. Stiff. You don't have kids. You don't get to choose when you go away. You. We Who has said that, that to you though? We close for that time between New Year's and Christmas. That's when you're allowed to go on holidays. Everybody says it. It's society. Well, I think you know it's interesting because we uh, there have been I've been in positions where they don't mm. care. They really just don't care if you have a family and you want to take your holiday. Mm. Then you only get a certain amount of leave. It doesn't suit us that you have leave then. Yeah. So I'm not sure that's entirely right, but I do think that it is true that the the way society is structured. You know, and all that family stuff. It's just, it's, it's interesting because I remember when um, I went to, I went to school. At, we, there was a teacher at school at my school mm. who was superb, just incredible, like well beyond, went well beyond the uh, whatever the call of duty. Um, I'm sure you've spoken of this person before. It's actually a different person, I think, because oh, this okay. is a, this was a maths teacher, and as you know, maths and Lauren, not the best of friends, right. but actually I, this guy said to me, I said that to him once and he was never my teacher. He was a teacher that would like hang out in the, you know, you'd be in places, he'd, he'd be like hanging out on yard duty or whatever and you'd chat to him right. or he'd chat to you in the bus on the way to something, you know, and, and I ended up thinking this, this guy's a cracker, right? And he, but one day he said to me, why haven't I seen you in any of my math classes? And I said, because I am. I have gone out of my way to avoid doing any maths. And was this in high school or primary high school? School, high school? Oh, right. Okay. I've, I've gone out of my way. I do a subject called information technology in order to avoid. Because mm. <laughs> wasn't that computers basically? Yeah, computers. Yeah, right. Um, but you, I did it because you had to do a semester or a unit or something of maths, science or technology. And I was like, mm. well, then I suppose what's technology? Tell me what that is. Let's go. Mm. Anyway, 
And he said to me, well, you're silly because you're quite capable of doing maths. And I said, no, I'm not. And he said, yes, you are. What? And had a conversation with me and like tricked me into figuring some maths thing out and said, see, mm-hmm. the way that you've been taught maths is maybe that it's a bit terrifying because it's about knowing stuff for tests but actually maths is all around you and like you know he's one of those people and he just he just completely <laughs> maths bam- is like all around turned. you oh, it yeah. is it's all yeah. around you oh yes yeah. that's what um that's what the jackpot always says too maths is all around you and you've got to stop being terrified of it anyway so what's this got to do with kids <clears throat> this guy dedicated so much time to the school that I was quite good friends with him and he taught me a whole lot of things about maths and he wasn't even my teacher. Taught he you was every always, cliche in the book. He was, he was on the school bus always. He was always at the school sport things. He was always at this and always at that. Mm. And apparently he um, there, were, there were sort of cost cuts or something. I don't know. Something happened where there were um, – family he was going to go on long service leave or something like that Mm. and so was another maths teacher at the same time Mm. and they let the other maths teacher go and they made him stay back and he missed his big trip to Greece or something where he was going home to what uh, because he was Greek and he was going to visit Greece for the first time and you know and the other maths teacher who'd been there for five and a half minutes was given the whole was given the long service leave and he wasn't um, not the long service leave. I don't know. Maybe it was a holiday. holiday. I've, I've forgotten the details, but there were. It was him versus this other guy, and the yeah. school said, "Well, he's got family, and they've got holidays." Uh. And and he was like, uh, "That's a little bit outrageous because you benefit from the fact that I am not always having to go off with family. That's I'm right, always people. on the school bus. I'm always, you know, doing all the stuff. Anyway." Yeah. I um, was so outraged when I heard that. And I don't know how true it is, but a, a student, a, an, another student told me, and it was after I'd left a school, the teacher had left a school and the other student had left a school. But I was so mm. outraged. I've never forgotten that because I think it's that sort of thing. So that's proving my point. Yeah, well, that's what I was trying to do, Stu. I was helping you out well, with your you little well, thing that. that you were doing. Up. I know. <laughs> I know you were waiting for me to trip you up. And I, yeah. that's not what I was trying to no, do at all. Usually you like to prove me wrong. Anyway. Well, so so I just noticed because my next door neighbours are away. They've taken a drive to Canberra. Yeah. And, and, I, and I just thought, you know what, it would be good to have the excuse. <clears throat> like uh, it's all, almost enforced because if you do have young ones, you have to entertain them. You have to do stuff for them. Otherwise, you know, you're like 90% of the parents on the planet and just think you have kids because that's what people do. But um, And you don't then have to nurture them and, and help them. Right. But um, oh, you would have that sort of gnawing, painful kid voice in your head saying, take me somewhere, let's do something, you know. Because <laughs> we always got shipped off during um, holidays. We never went away so much. I mean, at Christmas we did, I suppose. But... Um, we we were more like we'd go to what they call activities, I think. Activities. There are yeah. still activities, Stu. There's Is there? The YMCA still does oh, activities. Right. So we did breakdance lessons or BMX riding or, uh, you, you know, whatever was going. They So you'd go to a, the local scout hall or wherever, whoever, you know, wherever it's being conducted. Yeah. And you'd do activities and yeah. you'd get picked up at the end of the day. It's basically just dumping you somewhere so uh, parents could work. It's childcare, um, yeah. It's it's school holiday childcare in the form of that sort of stuff, yeah. which is kids love. Did you love it? I didn't really like doing stuff like that. No, no. I remember it. 
Um, I remember one, something, I remember one particular one, yeah. Um, the, the, the break dance one because the, the teacher, I think I've spoken oh, about this before, right. the teacher called my brother Unco <laughs> and uh, when he was trying to do a moonwalk, and um, I never forgot it because the kid would have been like the teacher would have been 13 or 14, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I thought he was the oldest person in the world at the time, yeah. <laughs> and then I felt bad for my brother because he was called Unco, yeah. and then so and it just stuck with me. But uh, no, apart from that, no. And I do remember the old BMX track down at McLeod YMCA, which is yes. now which got converted to tennis courts in the end. But once upon a time, we could all trundle down there, and you would hire um, if you didn't have your own BMX, you could hire a green hire BMX, and you'd rock it around there. It was fantastic yeah. right along the train line there. But um, of course, tennis being the uh, hoity-toity game took over from BMX, and yeah. I guarantee you now you'd probably get a lot more people using a BMX track than you would a tennis court. Yeah, actually, that's true. I, surely that was the case at the time. Mm. But you could charge for tennis, you see. You can't charge for... Why not? There's a fence around it. Yeah. It was Did a YMCA they? BMX oh, track. I'm thinking of a different one. Danny yeah, McLeod okay. Station. Oh, yeah. For those in Victoria and the northern suburbs. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, see, there's all sorts of stuff that you can do over school holidays. However, this is what you have to do, apparently. You have oh, yeah. to be super organised, too, Farrell. Right. How's that going for you? So not well. So not well. I think I've, I've, I've made a discovery about myself, and this is not a discovery that's going to surprise you at all. And, in right. fact, I said it to you a couple of potties ago. But I think that my... So you remember there was a piece that David Starris wrote about visiting Australia and going to Dalesford, right? Okay. And in it, in the New Yorker for hundreds of years ago, and in it he said that there that a woman, the woman who was driving him around, driving him around Victoria, said mm. uh, used an analogy, and she said there are four burners on a stove, and there are four burners in your life, and the all four burners cannot be turned on at the same time or the power goes out. <laughs> right. And this is the metaphor. And she said that, you know, one burner is family, one is work, one is health, and what was the other one? Family, health, um, wealth, I think. Oh. And she said, um, you can't have them all on. Something's got to give. And he said... Yeah, okay, I get it. So, and, and ever since then I've kind of thought about that because you, you're always sacrificing something. It's always, I feel like I'm always borrowing from one column in my life to make up for another one. And, right. you know, there's this thing that people say who particularly like are mothers that they're always, who are working, they're always saying that they, there's this thing that they feel like they have to pretend to be 100% um, everywhere and you kind of can't be, so they have to pretend to their kids, yeah, I'm 100% in this moment with you right now and I'm definitely not thinking about that person I need to call back for work. Mm. And when you're at work, you have to be like, what kids? You know what I mean? There's no, there's no like, so, so you have to kind of be doing all of these things at once. Anyway, yeah. for me personally, I feel like I have, because I'm, you ready? Freelance. Yeah. Oh, um, oh yes. <laughs> Because I'm freelance and, and, and a writer, I have to write. A writer. I am quite frequently, hmm. ri- says the writer, um, <laughs> I am quite frequently <laughs> writing, you know, like at home. And, you know, there's hmm. – and I've got the – I've got the kids on the floor doing a, a thing, you know, I'm like, yes, that's a great picture of a WhatsApp, whatever, and I'm yeah. emailing this person on the bench that's hmm. 
filthy because I cannot do. So if I were doing just domestic stuff as opposed to just writing stuff, you know, like it just, sometimes I feel like it would be good to be doing one or the other. Don't but to me, I have cut my um, – like I've I've made deliberate, quite deliberate cuts to the domestic front. So I do, and as a result, I do not. Yeah, I know this is why I said I, you're going to be not surprised. But I've done this for so long now uh. that if I that that it's it it's really frustrating to me, and so it's, it's sort of never going to be a thing where I'm like. You know, oh, cool. So I've finished writing now and now I get to do domestic things. Like I quite like the idea of doing that. Hmm. It's just that I would then have to stop writing and oh. that wouldn't be good. And vice versa. You know what but I mean? That's like why I'll... you b- bought a cleaner, didn't you? Yeah, but I'm you, not you talking have a, about You have a person that comes in. I have a fortnightly. You have um, help. Rela- I, a fortnightly uh, relationship saver. Fortnightly? Yeah. You need it twice a week. Yeah, I know. Stu, did I tell you there were four things on the stovetop and one of them's wealth? Oh, yes. <laughs> don't have that one covered, you see. Mm. Anyway, I don't know. So the point is I I think that that, um, that domestic thing means that I'm, I'm – I've I've made so many, and you know that somebody once I think I've told you this too. Somebody said to me, a friend of mine said, "Well, Annabelle Crabb would be proud of you because of oh. that thing where she says, you know, most po- all politicians in history have had had wives, and that means that they can work the way they do and live the way they do, mm. and at home there's just this person whose life is being taken for granted, who's you know doing all this other stuff." Um, so sitting there and refusing to clean the house because you have a deadline and I have had to do that and I hate it. There's nothing I hate more than sitting in a filthy, you know, like all toys everywhere and just like, oh, you just hate it. It's the worst, but you have to get this thing in by five o'clock. So you have to just go really hard. It's really frustrating. Anyway, can't remember why we're talking about that, but four burners, that's why. Four burners. Four burners and no kids. Lauren Clark, look, you're uh, becoming increasingly, increasingly harder to hear at my hand. So what I'm going to do, the whole time you were speaking, uh, I was pretending to be interested, but was really only thinking about the Fitzroy Diaries. But for the life (laughs) of me, couldn't think about when I could get a chance to hear it. Well, Stu Farrell, the Fitzroy Diaries is starting on Radio National <gasps> on the sixteenth. Uh, so that's July. next Monday. It is. Holy moly! That's holy next Monday. Grail, yeah. Um, what if I don't have a radio? What like most normal people? When could I hear it on <laughs> podcast? <laughs> it's going to be podcasted about on the twenty seventh yes, of July. Stu Farrell. <laughs> And, uh, yes, I haven't been given the go-ahead to promote either of these things, but I'm just yeah. doing it so that the stupidly small listeners are well informed by the sure, time baby. these things start to happen. And they can share it on their own social media and spread it within their own networks. Please do. Like, this is, this is um, one of the things I'm going to say when I am allowed off the leash to actually promote mm. this thing to my friends and family is, you know how... Um,
um, you know, you'll mention that you're doing a thing every now and then. This is the thing I want people to know about. This is yeah, the thing. This is thing. my big baby. Yep. This is the thing the that I baby. want. This is a big baby. I want people to promote the hell out of this because I really, um, I really, it's been a lot of hard work to do and um, it's one of those things that it'd be nice if people heard about. Anyway, Stu Fowler, you're oh. a, a, an absolutely excellent co-host for mentioning it just out of the blue like that. I know, right? <laughs> Lauren Clark, how do people get in contact with us to let them know how lucky you are to know me? Uh, they can find us and ask uh, either of us that question. Expect some very different answers at uh, stupidlybig.com, stupidlybig on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and iTunes. We can give us a rating or a review of five stars or more. Thank you very much, Stu Farrell. Thank you. And sorry I seem a little distant today. I can't quite hear you properly. So, I know. We're and, and I know you've been saying something very good. Oh, yeah, totally. About uh, fortnightly cleaners. But uh, <laughs> I wanted to let you, let you off the leash because it's not very. Uh, you, you, as you know, you're not off the leash yet. But no. sometimes we just like to let you off in the park just for a minute. So you've had a bit of a run around. Now get around. back in your box, all right? Excellent. I'm back in. I'm back in. Yeah. I will talk to you soon. Thank you very much and bye bye.